Welcome to episode one of the Inner Guidebook. That's the name of the podcast and that's really the description of what I really want to do with that podcast. There's so much more to athletes. There's so much more to professional boxers, professional athletes than just what we go through in the sport itself. We deal with a lot outside of the sport. We have to adapt to a lot on the outside so we get everything right on the inside. And um, this is the purpose of this podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to have a conversation, a conversation for us, not just for you, not just for me, but it's for the both of us where it's, it's therapy for me and it might be therapy for you. And if I could share 100% of my experiences, 100% of my journey, if that could just help 5% of your story, of your goals, of your mindset, then that would be more than enough from what I'm trying to do with this podcast. So here goes nothing. This is episode one. And in terms of displaying more than what really athletes go to, displaying that part where people don't know there are more to athletes than just their sport, we have to deal with a lot. And the first thing and the biggest thing that we become experts in and we deal with are emotions. We know how to deal with our emotions very well. We know how to control them, adapt to them, and uh, expect them, deal with them. But the biggest thing from emotions that we learn is to accept them. As athletes and as a person, what gets you far is accepting your emotions. We tend to push our emotions away and run away from them, not knowing that the more you run away from your emotions, the more they'll run after you. The more you avoid them, the more they'll chase you. But if you stop, you meet them, you win. And that's just how I think about it. You understand them better, you deal them better once you accept your emotions. And part of we're so trained and we're so told, we're so trained and we're told all the time that we need to contain and control our emotions in order to be successful or in order to get far in life. We have to contain and control our emotions. But what people don't understand is part of containing and controlling your emotions is to sometimes let them out. It's okay to talk. It's okay to express. It's okay to deal with your emotions. Containing and controlling your emotions doesn't mean to trap them inside because that does the opposite of containing and controlling. It just lets them explode and maybe they'll explode on someone or something that we didn't want it to explode on first. We also understand and we need to really know as people and you as a person, you really just need to know that moments come with emotion. Events come with emotions. You know, if something happens, everything that happens in your life comes with its own emotion. And so the bigger the moment, the bigger the emotions will be. And moments and time move on 
not caring if the emotions will move on with it. So what I'm trying to say is moments and time will move on not caring if you personally move on with it. You need to treat time and moments as they are treating you. So they will move on and leave your emotions behind. You need to start taking your emotions with you and moving on not caring about the time and the moments. The moment is only lived for as long as the moment is lived for and when it's gone, you need to be gone with it. So with time, we can't rush time. You can't rush your emotions. You can't rush moments and you can't rush times. Trust your timing. Really just trust your timing. The more you trust the timing, the more you trust your timing, the more you'll trust your emotions and how you're dealing with your emotions at the time you're going through them. Once you try to deal with emotions from a time that has gone and left you or from a time that is yet to come, once you start trying to deal with emotions from a time that you don't own, you lose control of the emotions. The only emotions you control and you could deal with are the emotions of the moment you own, which is now. You only own the moment that is now. Now it all circles back to expecting your emotions. When you understand that the bigger the moment is, the bigger the emotions will be, you need to start expecting some specific emotions to hit you at a specific time. And that means if you are going through a big job interview or for an athlete you're going you're about to fight your big fight play your big game you know expect some emotions to creep in and one of the biggest emotions that will always creep in no matter what you try to do about it is doubt doubt will always creep in the thing about doubt is it will always be there but it will only creep in when you least want it to creep in. That's doubt. But we need to always remind ourselves that the biggest thing that will eliminate doubt is preparation. Preparation eliminates doubt. And the size of the occasion creates doubt. Not the size of the occasion physically, but the importance and the size you are giving to the occasion that will create the level of doubt that you are going to face going into that goal, going into that game, going into that interview, whatever you are trying to chase, the size you are giving to the occasion will mean how big that doubt will be. But doubt never comes from the present. Doubt never comes from the present. Doubt only comes from the future or the past. So I think this is the answer for you. This is the reminder for me and everyone sitting with me in the room now that whenever you're in doubt, it means you've lost control of the present. You've started being too excited for the future, too keen on the future, or you're starting to judge yourself too much on your past. But once you focus and zone in on the present, you eliminate doubt because you own it. You own your present. And when you own your present, you can control everything. And that means doubt will not be there. There is one thing, though, that 
people sometimes mistake for doubt. And I'd say that's fear. Fear is, is something that we don't learn to get rid of. We don't learn to live without. But fear is something that we need to start learning how to live with. How to manage and understand so that we can live as fear exists to us. With fear, we will live, but we won't get rid of fear. You can't get rid of fear. You can't completely eliminate fear like you can do with doubt, but you can control how you move forward with fear. And there is one thing that will really get you looking forward to having fear exist. It will get you looking forward to living with fear. And I think that it's understanding that in order for courage to exist, fear has to exist with it. So it's only when fear exists that courage will then start to exist. Without fear, there is no courage. And without courage, there are no achievements. So you need fear to be there so courage could be there. And you need courage to be there so you could go and achieve anything you've wanted, chase after any person you've wanted any job you've always you know wanted to go through so you need courage for all of that so now knowing that courage will only be there once fear is there there is one thing though that we need to understand about fear it's okay for fear to be there it's okay for fear to you know sit deep in your emotions make you think twice about something before you do it, but it is not okay for fear to make you stop doing it. It is not okay for fear to stop you from doing it. That's what we need to understand. And it's easier said than done. But now I will give you something that will make it way easier done as well, you know, um, and that's faith. We need to have faith to get rid of fear. And just like we need fear for courage, we also need faith for courage. And we need fear for faith. Faith has to be there in order for us to manage both courage and the fear. And without both fear and doubt and all of the emotions that come before it, when you're going through an important event that will storm you with emotions without all of these doubt fear emotions you will never have faith and that's the thing about faith you're not supposed to know you're not supposed to know everything you're not supposed to be in control of everything you're not supposed to be managing everything you're supposed to have a lot of question marks and that's how faith is created that's what keeps us connected to faith, we need the emotions of the unknown to develop faith. We need those emotions of the unknown to develop faith. And I think that's the beautiful thing of accepting your present and owning the time now is that you will understand that you are trying to control your present by finding answers in the future and finding solutions in the past where it's okay to have question marks in the present. And the biggest thing that will relieve you of those question marks will be faith. 
faith in yourself, faith in a superpower, faith in God, whatever you believe in, you need to always be connected and tied to that. And circling to that part where you're not supposed to know these emotions of the unknown, not only do they develop faith, but they also develop two huge things that we need, and that's motivation and discipline. We need motivation and we need discipline for any, any goal we are trying to chase, any person we are trying to talk to, any interview we are about to walk to. We need motivation and discipline. But the thing about motivation is motivation won't always be there. We need to understand that. We need to accept that motivation is only there when there is inspiration. And inspiration fuels adrenaline. So think about it as motivation is only there when there is adrenaline and adrenaline is only there when you're heavily and highly inspired. Now, I can, I think, count on my hands the days in a month where I have that extra dose of adrenaline that gives me motivation. And that's what I need to understand, that if there is no adrenaline, there is no motivation. And that's what I've come to learn in sports and controlling my emotions is that the days where I don't want to go to training, the days where I don't want to go after my goals, I'm looking for motivation to get me up when motivation is not going to be the thing that gets me up. And I think you know what you're about to hear from me next, and that's discipline. Discipline is created from the absence of motivation. You haven't heard this one before, but it's the truth. And athletes know it. Maybe they haven't said it to themselves, but we know it. So discipline is only there and it's only created in the absence of motivation. But we get asked to always find discipline. We're always asked to find discipline, have discipline, wake up, do this, do that. We're always asked to find discipline when discipline is bred. Discipline is raised and bred with time. Discipline is raised and bred with consistency. And consistency is created from the small milestones and the small achievements you will have to enjoy and accept yourself and start be addicted to those small improvements, not the bigger improvements, because the bigger improvements won't give you that daily discipline that you need. But discipline is created from the consistency of results and the consistency of results come from the small minor results that we are going to go through over time. And those small minor results that we will go through over time, when I say over time, I mean over the journey. And we tend to judge the journey based on the outcome when that's not really how we're supposed to judge the journey. If that's how we judge the journey, we then miss out on two things. First of all, we start missing out on the enjoyment of the journey. We don't enjoy the journey because we're trying to judge it based on something we don't know, based on an outcome we can't control yet, 
we don't know yet. So it's hard to enjoy something you don't know, you don't understand, you can't control. How are you supposed to completely enjoy that? And then we also lose the second thing is we lose the present. We lose, again, owning our present and we start trying to control the future which we can't because we don't own and try to look for the answers in the past when they only have experiences and lessons. You know, they don't have the answers, they don't have the solutions, they have the lessons and the experiences in the past. So we lose control of the present when we start trying to control and judge our journey based on the outcome. Don't let the outcome affect the journey. And I have that written here. So instead of worrying it won't happen, how about you have faith that it will happen? Instead of worrying it won't happen, how about you have faith that it will happen throughout the whole journey? Don't worry about it. Have faith for it. And what that creates is enjoyment in the journey because now regardless of the outcome at least you have had a positive and an enjoying journey so if you don't get the outcome that you thought you wanted at the end and there's a reason why I'm saying you thought you wanted but I'll touch on that later if you don't get the outcome that you thought you wanted at the end at least you live through a positive and an enjoying journey. And if you do get the outcome that you wanted at the end, at least you live through a positive and enjoying journey. So you enjoy the journey regardless of the outcome and you have a positive journey regardless of the outcome. It's not what you get out of the journey that judges who you are or how well you've done. It's who you've become throughout the journey that judges who you are and how well you did. That's the real meaning of the journey. That's the real meaning of chasing a goal, chasing a dream is to not at the end get to the dream exactly how you wanted to get to it, achieve the goal exactly how you wanted to achieve it, but who you've become trying to achieve that goal and trying to chase and trying to chase that dream. Enjoying the journey comes with a lot of mental strength and it takes a lot of willpower and it takes a lot of managing those emotions of doubt, fear and believing in yourself, having faith. But it's also always looking at the cup half full. I know it's easier said than done, but you need to expect that it's easier said than done. You need to understand that it's easier said than done because the easiest thing in the world, and that's why it's the fastest thing done when we're met with a problem, is to see the negatives, is to see the problems, is to see the difficulties that are arising from it. But the harder thing to do is to see the positive. And it's the best thing to do. It's the thing that will help you most. That's why it's the hardest thing to do. Same thing with your dreams and goals. The harder the dream, the harder the goal, the more difficult it will be to, to get to, to chase. And it's the same thing with our emotions. The harder the emotions are that we find them, that we manage them, the better they are for us. And so fear is a very good emotion for us. Controlling doubt is a very good emotion for us because these fuel our performances. 
but now controlling a positive mindset that is the biggest one i think and the pessimist sees the hardship in every opportunity but the optimist sees the opportunity in every hardship so the pessimist sees the hardship in every opportunity but the optimist sees the opportunity in every hardship and that's a big part of enjoying your journey regardless of the outcome because regardless of the outcome if it's a positive one or if it's a negative one or what you thought was a negative one you will always see the opportunity in the hardship or you'll see the the opportunity in whatever outcome you got we spend so much time sometimes overthinking a problem that we forget to even take actions towards the problem towards the solution for the problem so we spend so much time overthinking a problem that we forget to even start working towards a solution for the problem and that is one thing that makes it very difficult for us to control and have a exciting journey a positive journey regardless of of that outcome and sometimes you need to accept and understand that the outcome of the journey is how you end your day not how you end your journey because that's losing control of the present when you control and own the present and you own your emotions in your present you understand that your journey is every day your journey is not controlled by the goal you're chasing or the dream you're trying to achieve your journey is controlled by your day how you end your day that was the journey and the only journey you own is that day tomorrow is another journey the day after is another journey and having a positive and exciting journey day after day will lead to a bigger more positive and more exciting one at the end controlling your emotions and managing your emotions is something important to have an exciting journey it's something important to have an exciting life a positive life uh, for you to even go and chase anything you ever wanted managing your emotions is a very big part of it but i talked about expecting emotions and expect specific emotions that will hit at specific times when you are met with specific moments but because moments come with emotions we tend to forget that i believe we have the power to attract specific moments to manifest specific moments and when you manifest and you attract specific moments you get to be better prepared for the emotions that will come with them and that's the next point i want to talk about and that's the law of attraction the law of attraction for me as a human before for me as an athlete has played a huge role in my life and the way you think of yourself and the state of yourself when you are going through a problem will determine how well you carry yourself going through the problem that's what we need to know and that's part of the law of attraction that's part of that manifestation you need to start 
attracting to yourself the moments and the emotions that are going to give you that willpower to manage any situation. How well you carry yourself going through a situation will always depend on how well you're managing your emotions. And how well you're managing your emotions will always circle back to knowing that worry belongs to tomorrow, regret belongs to yesterday, but the only thing that belongs to you and you own because it's the only thing that will be found in today, found in now, is peace. Peace of mind, peace in your actions, peace in your solutions, even peace in your problems. When you stay in the present, you find peace. And so that is the biggest part of the law of attraction. Keep attracting to yourself that confidence that you are able to deal with any situation because you're not judging it based on the past or you're judging it based on the future. You're judging it based on the present. And when you're dealing with any emotion or any situation, judging it based on the present, it's peace. It's peace because you don't worry about tomorrow and you don't regret anything you did about it yesterday. You just worry about the peace that you own from it and how you're going to solve it now and today. The law of attraction gives us something that we need even more importantly now than the law of attraction itself. The law of attraction gives us patience. And you might be confused as to how I'm saying that if you're trying to attract something, how will that give you patience or it's supposed to, you know, make you keen for that something to come so you won't have any patience. We need to understand that if you are attracting something, working towards something, trying to manifest something, the only thing, the universe or the only thing, God, whatever you believe in, the only thing that will get you whatever you are trying to attract is patience. And so the law of attraction breeds patience because without patience we won't attract what we want every time you think you are a patient person something will happen in your life that will test your patience even more every single time you are going to say yourself i'm a patient person i've been patient for a week i've been patient for a month before waiting for something something is going to happen in your life that's going to test your patience for a year, for two years, for three years. And after that, when you've accomplished that part of patience, something else is going to happen in your life that tests your patience even more. So every time you think you are a patient person, something is going to happen in your life that's going to test your patience even more. We need to accept that. We need to understand that in order to be patient enough for that test when it comes. Don't wish to change what is written for you, but start praying and wishing to be best prepared for what is written for you. This is where we lose control of our emotions and we lose control of our present most. When we start wishing to change what is written, but 
I think and what helps me as an athlete, what helps me as a person, what will help you as a person going after your dreams and your goals is that you need to start praying and wishing to be best prepared for what is written. Don't try to change what is written because you being best prepared for it is you changing it. If a tough phase comes in your life, know that it's happening for you. It's not happening to you. If a tough phase comes in your life, know that it's happening for you. It's not happening to you. And sometimes we don't see that straight away. I'm telling you, stay in the present. Focus on the present because it's easier to manage those emotions even if the emotions of the present are sometimes harder to face, they are the easiest to control. But stay in your present, but sometimes the present doesn't really show us enough on how much easier our future will be. And that's okay. Accept that and understand that. Accept that your present doesn't decide your future. And even bigger than that, accept that your past doesn't decide your future but how you control your present how you deal with the emotions of your present that decides your future but the present alone and what happens in it doesn't decide your future but what you do about it decides your future so if something happens in your life it doesn't happen to you it happens for you and sometimes we only see that later on but we will only see that later on if we deal with it as best as we could when it first happens it will always pass the storm always eventually ends no matter how long the storm takes it always passes and it always ends and sometimes that storm is not only something that has happened to you from your dreams or your goals sometimes that storm is from people sometimes you will meet people when you are trying to go after your dreams go after your goals every day trying to stay in the present control your present control your emotions you will meet people who are going to try to stand in your way to stop it from happening and you know what you tell yourself it doesn't matter what you tell those people because those people won't stop. Regardless of what you tell them, they won't stop doing it. It's actually the opposite. If you try to go and complain to them about what they're trying to do against you chasing your dreams and your goals, they will, they will start doing it more. So what you tell yourself is if it's written for you, it will happen. What is written for you will happen. And that is what eliminates worry. So why lose sleep? Why worry when eventually we always get what we deserve? Eventually, we always get what we deserve. If it's written for you, you will get it. What's written for you will happen to you. So relax, relax. Don't stress yourself with, who is trying to stack the cards against you, who, are, who is standing in your way, no matter who it is stacking the cards against you, 
no matter how many people are standing in your way, if it's written for you, it will come to you. It will come through them and to you. Sometimes getting a lesson from what we thought we wanted is exactly what we really needed. When you're going through those emotions, when you're going through that journey that you are enjoying towards your goals, towards your dreams, about something you thought you wanted so much. And that's why I said before on the episode is I will circle back to why I said when you don't get something you thought you wanted. I say that because when you don't get what you thought you wanted, but you get a lesson from what you thought you wanted, that is exactly what you needed. And eventually that becomes exactly what you really wanted. You wanted to become that more experienced person. You wanted to become that more qualified person. You wanted to become that better person. And that lesson you got from that dream you were trying to achieve or the goals you were chasing after, that lesson is what you needed for you to become a better, more qualified and more successful person even. Part of accepting your outcome and accepting the emotions that will come from any outcome that you were chasing after is to practice something that has completely saved my career, saved my life, you know, saved my existence even. Something that has completely saved my career and I've always been practicing and I still practice it till today. So underestimated visualization. Now for anyone who doesn't know what visualization is, visualization is the art of being in a place mentally before you are actually in that place physically. It's the art of being in any event any moment, facing any outcome before you're actually physically being there trying to control the moment, the outcome, and the emotions. Visualization makes that so much easier. Visualization will make you not only control your emotions and not only expect your emotions, but to actually start enjoying whatever emotions you are met with. You start to enjoy fear. You start to enjoy doubt because you are getting doubt and fear from a moment that you've already lived a thousand times because of visualization. As you visualize the positive outcome, you need to also visualize the negative outcome. And that's what makes visualization so good to deal with any outcome. The rule of it is, as you visualize the positive outcome, you need to also visualize the negative outcome. So as I'm visualizing a positive performance, I'm also visualizing a negative performance. But as I'm visualizing, you need to only visualize your work, your performance, and how that will lead to a specific outcome. Do not ever visualize post-outcome. 
post result. It's okay to visualize the outcome and the result. But once you visualize post outcome and post result, you start losing control of the performance and the work you have to put in to get to that specific outcome and that specific result that you wanted. So as you visualize your work and your performance, you need to also visualize what you will do about it. And what I mean by that is, as you visualize a positive performance, you need to visualize how you are going to maintain that positive performance to actually get to the outcome you want. So for me, in my fights, when I visualize a positive fight that I'm fighting, I have to visualize how am I going to maintain that positive performance and that positive mentality and tolerance to still achieve that outcome and not to lose control in the middle. And then when I visualize a negative performance or a negative output or work in a specific fight, I have to then visualize how am I going to remain calm and how am I going to remain patient regardless of my negative performance because my negative performance for a specific amount of rounds, round one, round two, round three in my fight, a negative performance doesn't really mean a negative result at the end. If I could control my emotions as I'm negatively performing, I could switch that into a positive performance and go achieve the outcome I wanted. So that's visualization. Visualization is you start visualizing the emotions that will come with both your positive outcome and your negative outcome. You're both, both positive performances, negative performances leading to both outcomes and how you are going to use the negative performances to get a positive outcome and how you are going to maintain a positive performance to get a positive outcome. You're so used to the emotions that come with both performances that you are able to completely manage and deal with them when they hit you. When I'm dealt with fear, doubt of performing horribly in a match in front of thousands of people in my own country, for example, and that exactly happened to me, if I start getting used to and visualize those emotions, feel those emotions, you know, feel the fear, feel the doubt, once they hit, I will be able to control them and manage them and turn it into a positive performance to get a positive outcome. My coach always says that the better you are doing, the harder it becomes to focus. The better you are doing, the harder it becomes to focus, the harder it becomes to maintain it, and the more focused you need to be. That's what he always says in every training session. When we start doing so well in, in, a, in a match, in a fight, in a training session, when we start doing well and we start achieving what he wants us to achieve, he says, this is the hardest time to stay focused. And that's why you always have to practice visualization because if you start winning your fights, 
not just boxing, when you start winning your fights in life, when you start achieving what you want to achieve in your work, in your relationships, in with your family, whatever it is, once you start achieving them, it becomes harder to maintain them. And it becomes easier to lose focus. And, and once you lose focus, you lose whatever you achieved. And that's what brings the next point once you are ready for anything and you've been expecting anything so many people say hope for the best expect the worst with visualization you can hope for anything you ever want and expect anything you ever want and with the law of attraction you hope for the best and you expect the best and with enjoying the journey you always hope for the best and you leave the expectation for the future. And that's what brings me to my next and last point. And that is with all the tools that you now have, it becomes so much easier to have acceptance. To just have acceptance in what might come, what might not what you can control, what you can't control. And acceptance comes from strength. And strength is not how much you can take and tolerate, but strength is really how much you can take and tolerate and positively adapt to. That's what strength really is. So strength is not in how much you can take and tolerate but in how much you can accept and positively adapt to. That is real strength. The answers to what you are going through now is in now. And once you have visualization, you have law of attraction, you control fear, you control doubt, and you enjoy the journey, you stop looking for answers and solutions for your present and your past. And you stop looking for the solutions and the answers for your present and even sometimes your past and your future. Stay in your present. And that's what acceptance gives you. Your answers to what you are going through now are all in today. And what you choose to do about them today. All your answers for your present are in your present. But all your solutions for the future are in what you choose to do about your present. And then this ties up both acceptance and visualization. The most valuable lesson that I've learned from my team and it is the most lesson that is controlled through visualization and acceptance of your emotions and managing them is to never waste my energy. When you waste energy on what will happen or what happened, you start losing energy to what is about to happen. You lose the energy in controlling what is about to happen to you now in your present. So my manager who is also an idol to me he taught me don't 
waste your energy. Stop wasting your energy. If I'm ever asking a question about the future, worrying about the future, he says, he doesn't even give me the answers. He doesn't give me any solutions. He says, don't waste your energy on that. Don't waste your energy on that. If I'm, if I'm judging my future or my present based on my past, he says, don't waste your energy on that. And when I ask why, he says, because you won't have enough energy to focus on how you are going to solve your problem now, in the present, a problem that has just happened to you or a difficulty you are facing now. And I'm going to leave you with this. Stay in your present. Focus on the present. If you are going to worry, worry about the present. Wasting your energy on the future or the past will leave you with absolutely no energy for the present. And that was episode one of your inner guidebook, my inner guidebook, the inner guidebook. That was episode one. I really did enjoy that talk. I love that talk. I think it's a talk that um, I've I've went through a lot. And in all my years of uh, just sports and everything, I've had to overcome to be where where God has put me now. I've just had to deal with a lot of emotions. And this is where I feel we are experts in. You know, this is where I feel we are experts at before we even know we are experts at it. Dealing with our emotions. We just need to be guided through it. And uh, sometimes if I could just share again 100% of this story, if it could help with 5% of yours, then I've done the biggest part of my job. This was episode one. I'll see you at the next one. Wait for the next one. It's going to be a very exciting one. See you at the next one.